0: Vegas Rebel Drew. My festivist Complaint is about Mike Grimala and to an extent Tyler Bischoff because of the monster he created. It really is a modern-day Frankenstein. Originally it was, does Mike Grimala like horseradish or will he eat fried shrimp or something? It was fun at first, but now you can tell this guy is clout chasing. Now every week he comes on the radio and it's, oh, how do I eat a chicken wing? Do I put it against my forehead? Press Box is a serious show. Don't denigrate it with this, I don't know how to eat a burrito nonsense. Jared Justice, Salt of the Earth, no complaints there. Ed Graney, B plus minus. Thanks guys.
1: The big day is here. Festivus, call in to rip and shred the fellows now. 364 eleven hundred. Let your festivist voice be heard.
2: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas
3: everywhere. You heard the call. That was Vegas Rebel 10. Drew. You know, originally the Gurmala monster was actually created on this show by you, Adam Hill. So you're at, you're at fault. Sure. Candy, would you like to stand up for the press box? You're often a fill in there. You're a Bischoff guy. Uh, where are you on the Gramala? I don't know how to eat a burrito bit? This
4: dude flew to Buffalo for vacation and got the kid's order of wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. That is content that we could not purchase with the amount of money we have at Lotus Broadcasting. I am all for Mike Gramala.
5: Wait a minute. Adam, and I, a- Adam Hill and I... Can attest to the fact that there is no cloud chasing. We have been in press boxes with this guy; that is one hundred percent genuine.
3: Oh yeah, yeah.
5: I think there's a little cloud
3: chasing. No, he understands the gimmick at this. I mean, point. I think that I think the green stakes up on social media. I like it, sure. But I, I mean, I do think you have to realize he is really leaning into the bit.
6: Sure, but the the legitimacy of the fact that he has not tried many of those foods is yeah, absolutely
3: that is, true that is crazy
6: or
5: how he'll eat things i've seen him how he puts his foods on the plates and yeah. we were at a unlv game and there was a and and he wouldn't touch a thing he goes no no, no i brought i brought food and he reached into his bag and he pulled out miniature candies <laughs> <laughs> sure
3: yep.
6: we have a lot you. of
5: people on
3: the station guests and hosts who act like they're 12 still Is that a fair Fair thing to say? Absolutely. We've got got a lot of weirdos. There's no doubt. All right, back to the phones. No more complaints from the listeners about uh, making them way too long. 364-1100 Festivus, airing of the grievances. Good calls to start. Up next, Will. Check that. Brian. Brian is up on Festivus. What's up, Brian?
6: We're not allowed to respond to silence. Can I air a grievance
3: for Brian? Sure. Get it together. I
5: don't know.
3: Well, here's the here's is the board, that, is that Brian? Here's the board. <laughs> here's the board of where I was going with the calls. Sure.
4: So, so maybe Brian was up. Maybe he wasn't. Uh, there's utter confusion right now. With no. All right. So no. this is really actually just our time to roast. R, you can't get the callers on the <laughs> yeah. air. Yeah. So R, R <laughs> can't figure out how to get the damn callers on the air which is not just Festivus. It's 365 days a year. Rob, is it on Festivus, uh, Festivus? Festivus with Cofield and Company. Rob.
1: Hey, guys. Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus. So, you know, you guys all want to talk about food all the time. Let's get back to, you know, talking sports. And, yeah, I know a good good meal goes with sports, but you guys just bring up food way too much. And, and uh uh, but, you know, the one guy that I really have an issue with, when you guys are going to him, you guys need to get a different guy when you're going to baseball. I know back in the day Dave Koken was amazing probably, but now when you talk to him, the guy sounds like he's three sheets under the wind and having a drink in his hand. or Half the time I don't even know what the guy's talking about when you guys ask him a question about and and you ask him about uh, futures, he doesn't bet futures. So why do you keep asking him about futures? Uh, you know, so you know, maybe you guys should look for a different guy for baseball when you're looking for for sports bets. And uh, you know, let's get back to some some good sports watching. Uh, you guys used to do the uh, crazy horse. Now you guys are doing it at uh, Silver Sevens. Who wants to go there? Anyways, guys, have a happy Festive. Talk to you later.
3: There you go. Any
6: response? Well, I feel like... Koken's not here to defend himself. No, I was going to say that that's more... I think that's more toward me and John Von Tobel than it is Koken. Uh, so just to be clear, that is a roast of us that's- for continuing to ask him questions that he literally does not care he, about. He has said repeatedly, <laughs> and he's told me...
3: Don't ask questions about futures. I don't care. And then I, I'll take a day off, and I find out, you know, there's future talk again. And then I get a text from Dave. I've like, done what that. The, what the hell's going on? I've I'm not that. doing the spot
5: anymore. I've done that with him on on the late night podcast. And, yeah, And I learned about baseball you? systems. Yeah, you you, 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 learn, ask, you, you learn you quickly. build it up. You ask a question, and he'll and you go. So Dave, do you do you take any? And he'll go, no. That's, <laughs> That's it. it.
3: That's, <laughs> That's it. it. You, lesson learned, or not.
5: Raphael is in
3: on Festivus airing of the grievances, your complaints about the show, about all the shows, about the stations, anything you want to get into. Uh, take it easy on the sponsors, but you know. (laughs) We did open it up.
7: Go ahead. Raphael. Happy Festivus says, Happy Festivus, everybody. So uh, last year I, I went uh, rock and roll style with everybody. So this time I'm going to hit my three shots. For first, Ari, you still have a big ball spot. Now it's twice as big, as big as the sphere outside of the Venetian right now. <laughs> Second, Steve, you know, bring back the whole podcast that we've been doing. You too, Soren was one of the best. Actually, he's way better than you. He needs to start that instead of you for sure. And last one. That I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and you know we have going through this COVID things, and just be safe. And everybody, we're here, to have fun, enjoy sports, and screw up UNLV basketball is the one most, most horrible thing. Is worse than scratching on my windows and banging my head to a hey, drums. Thank you guys. Happy Festivus.
3: Happy Festivus. UNLV basketball getting it. Happy Festivus. Festivus. Uh, on the podcast, yeah, you know, we just got a little bit too busy. Petro said, "Screw us," and he's doing. His he's, own now, so he's doing f- his own. follow him. He is he is good. He's very good. He is better than me. At uh, Saran Petro is where you can find his podcast. I think both of those are midweek, and he's added a whole new crew. So that was a nice compliment. Moved for, on from us for Petro, and uh, sorry about Ari and his bald spot. That one hurt. But Size of the sphere. Ari can't. Ari can't respond. Ari can't respond to that one. Uh, Dan is in on Festivus. You got some grievances, Dan? Hey, yeah, I, I
8: want to touch on something you talked about. I think last week. I've lived in Vegas this this time since 2003, and I was here in the 90s, and I really am tired of people talking about Vegas being bad to others. You have to be able to live here. I don't care if you're a millionaire, football player, or some guy making minimum wage. You have to be able to live in Vegas. You have to be able to control yourself. I've been a manager my whole life in this town. I've had people come up to me on a payday. An hour later, asking for asking for a loan. So you have to be able to live in Vegas. Vegas is not bad to others; it's the people coming here that need to learn how to live here. That's basically what I'm talking about. Is I'm tired of people talking about how bad Vegas is.
5: That was a good one, Dan. I like that one. Happy Someone Festivus. Be to, so hey, happy. We, Festivus. We know
3: you like that one because that was uh, our rant for the last couple of weeks, yep. going back to the my, uh, my the, was, the Rugs Crash that uh, we're tired of hearing about. How where are the problem?
5: My only suggestion to Dan is charge two points and get an envelope every week, buddy. Give that loan out.
3: <laughs> 36-4-1100. It's Festivus. Airing of the grievances. Ari's taking all the phone numbers down. We're going to give out a bunch of prizes to the uh, best of the Festivus caller. So bring it strong. Bring it strong. So far we've had a, a decent, a decent ledger of attacks. Still plenty of time. To air the grievances. Brady is with us here as we're at the Thomas and Mac 2021 Festivus. Brady?
0: Steve? Yes. (laughs) Coke and Company has the likes of Judge Dan, Michael Felder, and Mark McMillan as friends of the show. Great cooks, wing connoisseurs, barbecue pitmasters, and Steve's been taking cooking advice from TikTok. (laughs) We don't care if Air Fryer Bacon has 105,000 likes. Do you know why it has 105,000 likes on TikTok? Because TikTok caters to half-naked dancing teenage girls whose moms don't allow them to use real appliances. TikTok isn't meant to give cooking advice to middle-aged men that need a snorkel so they don't drown in their own weird meat sweat. Adam Candy, you're such a stiff. Charles Crowhammer had more personality. Adam, you have the personality of a wet paper bag. Did you even get any trick-or-treaters this year? Or did they all finally learn enough analytics to skip your house and avoid your rant on DVOA? This year, though, we've seen the addition of new company member Willie Ramirez. Willie, do you understand your job is to be a radio personality and not sell your son's products? We get it. (laughs) Jordan owns the perfect gym. He sells perfect seasoning. By the way, if you want to buy it, check out perfect.online. That's perfic tonline I I had to get the full plug in there, or I was afraid Willie might interrupt my pessimist call for another live read. Willie brings it up so much... People almost forget that Justin Watkins was in the legislature. I always thought Justin was a stand-up attorney, one of the good guys. However, his festivist airing of grievances proved otherwise. He's always said he worked with car wreck victims, but now he's defending train wreck victims? Who defends Ari? (laughs) Justin has spent most of the past year growing his beard out. He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. Only difference is the bear would take a look at Justin, say it has standards, and saunter away. Justin has even started to look like Charles Darwin. Speaking of evolution, Adam looks like the third picture on the evolution evolution chart. For how evolved Adam says he is, why do you still dress like a contestant from the 1997 season of MTV Singled Out? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Adam Hill has had an exciting last year. He moved up Dana White's reporter's hierarchy. He went from a UFC journalist to a full-fledged NFL journalist. However... Adam still did manage to upset Dana White and the UFC fans. He wrote, quote, at least 15,000 people are willing to risk permanent damage or death to attend a live sporting event again, end quote. That's about the same number of people that risk permanent death or damage trying to find a solid radio signal for ESPN 1100. (laughs) For years, Festivus has railed on the radio signal. However, the radio signal continues to drop like Ari's performance. Speaking of everyone's favorite punching bag, every time Ari speaks or I see him on video, I expect to see Sarah McLaughlin singing in the arms of an angel. for <laughs> only $19.99 a month. You can support this frail, lonely man. You look and sound like a pom puppy. Hopefully your <laughs> pom puppy of a career will eventually face the same fate as old Yeller and we'll all be put out of our misery. Last year, Ari, you told us that the birds originally sang the song Friday and Rebecca Black was a cover. I told you last Festivus to check your sources better this year. One month later, you fall for a video of Aaron Rodgers allegedly trash-talking in flawless flawless Spanish. It's stupido. <laughs> a man's man or a guy's guy was a big topic this year. Ari tried to convince us he was a man's man by saying, Grr, I can change a tire. I'm a man. I'm not sure Ari can change his underwear. Speaking of which, give me the Vin.com. so easy you can do it in the underwear. Has Jared not realized this is a commercial and not fashion advice? Stop looking homeless. <laughs> Ari told us this past year that he only eats pickles on the side of his hamburger and declared, quote, I will eat the pickle how I see fit, and quote. No one cares about your pickle. Maybe that's why you're perpetually single. Speaking of which, Ari told us he once proposed marriage on the gondolas at the Venetian. How basic. How bland. How boring. Ari proposes marriage like Mike Ramallah orders dinner. <laughs> Ari said he can do impersonations. He said he had a Bill Lambeer impersonation and refused to do it. If you're going to learn a new impersonation this coming year, how about you impersonate being a mediocre radio show producer? Lastly, in the infamous words of Aaron Rodgers, Ari, I own you. I bleeping own you. <laughs>
6: wow. wow. And the hang-up. Wow. That's Brady
3: it's did tell us best repeatedly best. he was taking <laughs> notes throughout the year. He took notes. Oh, boy. He
6: could- he quoted Ari on the pickle thing. How, <laughs> how, how long did he have that season? Transcribing the show.
5: That was devastating. Are you okay, Ari?
3: I said that was incredible.
6: Uh-huh. I'm great.
5: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I feel as if, right, bra- and here, here I was waiting for some s- elaborate slam, and, and I feel like I just got a plug out of it. That was awesome.
3: I feel like he <sighs> had half of that uh, ready to go. We need to give him then, some royalties? And then Justin pissed him off. Brady, if you're yeah, listening, mark that right. down for next year. Hit every right. right. Uh, Chris is up next on Festivus. Keep it rolling, Chris. What's going on, buddy?
0: Hey, happy Festivus, guys. Uh, my number one grievance with the show is Adam Hill. Where the heck have you gone, man? We, uh, we miss you. I know you're big time now with the Raiders, but...
2: Uh, oh. give us some- you're kind of half, half
0: A in it lately, <laughs> and uh, we need you back, Adam. Um, the other one, Ari, you're fantastic. We love you, buddy. Thanks for all the great picks. You're constantly killing it for me. And uh, for Cofield, uh, keep calling Reno, Reno. Thank you very much because uh, we all know, Viva Las Vegas, Reno sucks. Go support doing UNLV running Rebel Basketball. I'll be there with my family at five tonight. Thanks, guys. Nice.
3: Thank See you, Chris. All right, Happy we take Festivus. A, we take a break here. Happy Festivus. More calls, airing of the grievances. More calls, 364-1100, 364-1100.
1: Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Today is your day to air your grievances. Festivus, call now 364
4: 1100.
0: Hey, it's Dave Fair from the Dave Mahoney Morning Show, and I have known Steve Cofield since the early days of covering MMA here in Las Vegas. We first started covering the sport way back in like 2006 or 2007. It's been a long time. and. Steve was absolutely one of the premier writers at the time. Some of you may remember his fine work as cage writer for Yahoo Sports back when people actually went to Yahoo for content. That was a thing. Since then, I don't know what's been more impressive, watching the rate of Steve's influence in MMA shrink or how quickly his waistline has expanded. Anyway, it's a real bummer he died. I'm sure some people are going to miss him. I did not expect that. That was good.
3: That's
6: good, <laughs> solid.
3: The peers in the business. Oh, I miss the days of MMA influence. <laughs> well, it was still the bottom tier, as Brady still, pointed yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks to Dave, I appreciate that. That's a that's a blast from the past. He jumped at the chance. That was excellent. That was excellent. Look at Ari seeking out fans of the show. Sure, maybe. Sure, friends of the show. Yeah. Candy, are you okay? I know it stings you when you hear Ari get blasted
4: like he did by Brady. I know. I, I really always I feel like Brady doesn't give Ari the chance he doesn't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> going back to, we're going to get to calls here in a second. Going back to what
3: Justin was saying about take it easy on Ari. I know I'm the ringleader, but I don't, I don't, th- do I, I don't think I push anyone to get on Ari, do I? Now I feel kind of bad. Really? Um, Candy? No, more than he deserves. Okay. Right.
4: No, and, and my God, I have to deal with him many, many hours <laughs> in, in any given week. Like, I, I understand exactly where it's all coming from, and uh, it's all true. Like, the thing is, you can't, <laughs> you can't argue with the truth. And the truth is that, you know, he, he's, he's, a, he's a little Pomeranian. <laughs> like Brady said, that's just the best description I've ever heard of Ari. He's a little Pomeranian.
3: Tommy wants in on Festivus, 364-1100, 364 Tommy, what do you got?
8: All right. Everyone's been going way too easy on Willie. <laughs> uh, for years, I've been asking Steve to stop cutting people off in the middle of their stories. Please, Steve, start cutting Willie off. <laughs> the guy goes on and on with these stories. It's like story time with Willie. And then about his son's gym and the cardio and what shows he can watch on the treadmill Gotta be a certain type of show. That, like he conducts an interview like he's, you know, in Congress doing a doing a filibuster. <laughs> like you ask a question and get it out. Steve, earlier this year you went off on an out of the market reporter about going on and on about a question to a coach and just not spitting it out. Willie takes ten minutes to get a question out to an interviewee. The guy probably forgot what the question was by the time Willie stops talking. And Adam <laughs> adam hill i've been wanting off the show for years my only grievance with adam hill this year he's not on enough
6: oh God.
8: happy festivus
3: happy festivus good job tommy see comes full circle it does complaints about me cutting people off everyone can talk as much as they want go ahead <laughs> now tommy's like uh, wait a second
6: wants me off now i'm off he wants me back That's on a good point. <laughs> what a flip
3: flopper good work though good things, work things change over the years sure they do 364-1100, 364-1100. Uh, again, thanks to Ari for putting this whole thing together. To manage the phones is not the easiest thing, and all the rejoins, and then seeking out some calls and getting the recorded calls. Oh, boy. I heard Fernando called a lot, and now he's calling again. We love the enthusiasm for Fernando. He's one of our favorite Festivus callers. I'm not trying to butter you up. Go ahead, fire away.
9: Uh, whatever. Um, this is going I have to see Williams. Oh, wait a minute. He doesn't have a job no more. Um, for Grainy, when his cowgirls and Dodgerette lose, he disappears for days. All of a sudden, he's on assignment somewhere. And for Bischoff, he tells us to go see the Las Vegas Lights, how great they are. They won 40 and lost 30 games this year. Oh, wait, he just texted me. They won three and lost 31. This is for um, musclehead Willie Ramirez. Who are you? The Blue Police? We can boo anyone we want at any time. Matter of fact, I boo you, Willie. Ooh, because you suck. Why don't you go take a hike and go kick rocks somewhere? And while you're at it, why don't you jump off a cliff while you're at it, too? Just, just for um, TC Martin, always talking about his wonderful aces. They're great, they always win. When they win, his post game show is on for an hour. But when they lose, there is no post game show. This is for Clay Baker and JT the Brick, the biggest pimpsters of Fader Nation. They picked the Faders to win every single game. Don't you guys get sick of yourselves sometimes? And this is for Adam the Fugitive Hill, the AH of sports. We were hoping that one of those um, 20 COVID shots that you had to take had the lethal injection of chemicals in it. And uh, Sister Jean called, and she wants her bra back. Steve Coldfield cornfield you always say the SO. So that must be that must mean you are the SOA, the SOB, the SOC, the SOD, et cetera. And those um, important questions that you asked Coach Arroyo, Coach, why are you going on 4th and 40? And uh, Sister Jean called, she wants her underwear back. So that means you
6: and he'll double teamed her at one time. Happy Festivus
4: to all, everybody. Happy Festivus. Wait a minute. He didn't? Any any response? uh, No. And I just want to, can I just defend Sister Jean's honor? Sure. (laughs) She she wouldn't go anywhere near either of you.
3: (laughs) Fair. I didn't expect the Sister Jean material today. No, well, he was... loves it. He He's always
6: tweeting about Sister Jean to me. Oh, does he? Because of my Michigan fandom and Loyola playing Michigan at one point, yeah. Fernando. Just to
3: explain. I'm not fighting back. I'm just explaining his references. All right, that was all fresh stuff from the call, like, outside of the calls he made, too, because we had a, a line where you could actually leave your Festivus call, record your Festivus call. That was all fresh stuff, or did he try it out on the line first? Uh,
5: the Arroyo stuff was not. Um,
0: gosh, I can't even remember because he literally <laughs> – he left about fourteen messages, but good. yeah, most enthusiastic person fresh. about
3: Festivus. I love it. Three six four eleven hundred. Brittany on Festivus. Happy Festivus.
2: What's up, guys?
3: <laughs> Happy Festivus. you to hear
2: from me so soon, huh? Twenty four not even twenty four hours later. <laughs> sorry, I, I just don't.
3: I just don't want you coming in and virtually slapping me. Please don't. <laughs>
2: No, you know what? Originally, I was supposed to call in error grievance, but uh, I got to say, I called you yesterday at what? 6.05, Steve? And within 30 minutes, we had a plan to meet up. And uh, I got to say, you know, a lot of listeners don't get to see that side of you and Adam. And uh, I just want you guys to know, I I genuinely appreciate your friendship and uh, you know, moving across the country and you guys still staying in contact with me and. What
6: is this?
2: I mean, I'm just gonna Stop cry. it! <laughs>
6: this is not a festivist call. We
3: wouldn't let you finish.
2: This is awful! <laughs> I'm going against the grain, okay? <laughs> 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 no, I really have nothing to complain about with you guys. You guys are awesome friends. You're awesome people. I don't know what I'd do without you. And I, I genuinely mean that and, uh,. You know, yeah, I, I hate to spoil the festivus. I'm sure somebody will this call is behind gross. Me and roast me like they did a few years ago.
6: <laughs> this is gross. I hate this. Hang up on her.
2: Uh, happy? You gave me a hug last night, so I Stop just want it. everybody to know that. Stop.
3: This is not festivus, but
6: happy festivus to you. Happy
2: festivus, guys. we will talk to
3: you later. All right, Brittany. More calls coming up, 364-1100, 364-1100. The great thing about that call is... The one thing I remember from hanging out with her, she used to work at the station. She's a good friend of ours. She made a bold move to uh, move cross country, actually to Candy's neck of the woods and in New York. I, the one thing I remember is us annihilating her for her desire to have a child, and we just built a case. I told her she's too old to have a kid. You did. She calls in, and I felt so bad about it today. I'm like, why did I say that? She's not old
6: you weren't anywhere close to as negative
3: about it as I, was. I know <laughs> I was the nice one. <laughs> she calls in. she's like, this is great. This is great. Uh, let's go to Rick next here on this Festivus, Rick. Hey, what's up fellas? Good evening. The last time I called in, I was complaining about
1: the 10 to 11 o'clock hour with, uh, what's his name? Jesus. Uh, Bischoff and that other clown that runs his board. My God, somebody at that station gave those two clowns three hours. Get them off the air. Ari and Seat Williams should be petitioning for a job. My God, it's the worst three hours of my day. Listen, now let's get to the positives. Field has been great for 20 years in this town. Uh, I love the company. I love the late, not, late night night pod, and I think you guys do
10: a great job. But let's go either national or give Seat Williams his job back and put him on in the AMs. Take care, fellas.
3: Couple, of, couple of pa,
6: po- po- couple Brittany, of calls. Britney
3: ruined the entire show. I know, now, no it's going <laughs> to get all, all positive. This stakes seat getting some <laughs> shout outs, good and bad. Three six four eleven hundred, three six four one one zero zero. Break right now. Festivus coming back.
1: Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas.
9: Since when did JVT? become this big betting guru. Just because he's with all those other guys like Pauling and Mitch and Brent and Musburger, all those guys, their picks suck. Caleb Herring, the Rebels recover the ball. This could be a game changer for the Rebels. It's the first quarter, Caleb. It's the first quarter. John Sandler, it's time for you to retire. You're a better referee than an announcer. This is for Coach Joe Esposito. If they had a team up in the product circle, you'd probably go coach it. You'd go anywhere to go coach. This college coaches are a gypsy. They go everywhere. This is Fernando. Happy Festivus.
1: It's your favorite show of the year on Cofield and Company. Festivus. Compile your list of complaints now.
3: My Lord, Fernando listens to the show. We appreciate Fernando airing the grievances. He didn't get them all in, left a message, got Coach Joe, got John Sandler, Caleb, Von Tobel. <laughs> 364-1100, 364-1100. Uh, by the way, loyal listener LV Pickle, very disappointed today. He was all lined up, Gabe, to make a call, but he said he uh, got called into work. But he, he wanted to wish us. A happy festivus. A happy festivus. Are you not liking the direction this a is going? A festivus
6: for the rest of us. Are you mad about where this is going? Well, Brittany really took a turn.
3: I got a lot of problems with you people, <laughs> especially if you're going to be positive. Cut it out. Three six four eleven hundred. 1100. I got a problem with Ari, but uh, he wants uh, one last word from uh, Rahman. So come on in, buddy. What's up?
8: Oh, yes. Yeah, thanks for letting me call back in. Uh, Xavier Pope, can't stand that guy. Every time he comes on, I turn off the station. Uh, Adam Hill, I give you half credit for engaging with me online on Twitter about the vaccine. But he still sounded like an idiot. Have uh, a happy Festivus, guys.
3: <laughs> Good enough. Half credit, okay. But you're an idiot. Well, I engage. You do engage. That is one thing you will always do. John is in on Festivus three six four eleven hundred is. Ari frantically reaches for the phone.
4: Candy can see that. What's going to no, happen me, here? But before John goes, let me just tell yes. you why Ari is frantically reaching for the phone. Because he's trying to text Angel to ask him a question, and he texted me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's doing a lot. Don't he's doing along. a lot.
4: Grievance. Yeah.
3: Uh, the Commodore 64 of equipment we've got on hand here at the Thomas & Mac is, uh, is having some trouble. So, All right, let's try it again. Let's go to uh, John, who I think is on hold. three, six, four, 1100. Happy Festivus, buddy. What's going on?
10: Yeah, I'm amazed. Uh, This is the natural jumping-off point, that after years of doing this, Ari still leaks confidence with every single action that he takes on this show. It's incredible. The panic that I heard in his voice when he was trying to get me on the air. So, Ari, buck up, buddy. It'll get better eventually. Maybe by the fifth or sixth year, he'll get a hang of it. Uh, Let's see. So, where where do we start? I'm actually a little upset with Ari, too, because Tommy, your caller earlier, took some of my uh, thunder. But I'll start with Willie. You know, I do want to extend bit of advice to Willie it's okay to finish a thought every once in a while right you don't have to keep on going with it you can actually complete the sentence and actually let other people step in which is incredible too because when i was on the show i couldn't get a word in edgewise with steve but all of a sudden he's learned how to you know break that habit whenever <laughs> whenever willie has a uh, really bad case of you know vocal diarrhea so uh, let, let's let's uh, let's lock that up a little bit Candy, uh, I'm amazed with you. Every single time I hear you on the show, I have never heard anybody feel or hear, like less impressed with the conversations that they're having on a daily basis than Adam Candy. He's on the board with every single topic that you guys discuss. I don't know if that's cool or if that's something you've got to work on, but uh, it is an incredible thing to hear every time. And By the way, Steve, really quickly, also a bit of advice for you. You're on camera a little bit more now. I would probably find something to wear under the sport coat other than a black polo. Uh, maybe, you know, a button-down shirt, maybe even a plain T-shirt. But I feel like that would be something that would probably be a little bit better. Also, maybe shave every once in a while because it doesn't really help the uh, the under chin when you got a lot of facial hair there. You know what I mean? I, I, by the way, from experience, uh, I'm on camera a lot. I don't know if you know that. Uh, and then with Hill, I actually don't have anything other than you're, you're kind of a jerk because you never text me back. I get you're a big NFL writer now. As the other uh, caller said, you've made your way at the Dana White rankings, but Let's go, buddy. Text back every once in a while. And last but not least, Collar Brady. I said this last year. I hate your voice,
3: dude, and I still do.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now we've got
3: Collar on Collar Crying. <laughs> nice. Oh, That was good. By the way, update on my attire tonight. I will be on your view as the analyst. Um, I do have a black polo, and I will be wearing a jacket uh, over it. Confirmed. Yes. <laughs> but that could change. That could change. Happy, we'll festiv-
5: guys.
3: JVT, happy jvt festivus, happy buddy. festivus damn candy you okay
4: <laughs> i'm less impressed he's not so, else. so bored <laughs> i'm just i can't even get excited about it why why should i get excited <laughs> by the way also let's let's just say as a general statement when the call is coming from inside the house i think J- jvt's getting off real easy there we should be able to respond when the call comes from inside our own company. Does, does anyone want to respond? I mean, I just I went and looked at our text log.
3: How bad is it? I think he's wrong. I don't think you answer hardly ever. I think he's wrong. On the group text? <laughs> I... Oh, on a group text, yes, for sure. Well, what's the deal with that? I'm saying on individual text. I, I'm not I'm no, no responding. You do respond to individual texts, yeah. So, so don't include you in Adam. group texts.
5: I'm with Adam. And don't and don't, don't and like don't send text.
3: funnies because Adam will not respond.
5: No, <laughs> well,
3: he okay. just doesn't. He just does not have the time.
6: If we want to have this conversation, like, do we need? Because I, I am in group text where like it's like twelve people and like seven of them will send send LOL. You're like what? Okay,
5: right.
6: You laugh and you keep it to yourself. Yeah. Do, you, do we
3: need
5: validation that something was funny?
3: Uh, I I think you need validation that someone read it. Okay. Like, just give a thumbs up or something. Okay,
5: but not if there's seven people. You don't need six responses. One, isn't it on one person? I didn't know the if rules. If one person responds, I think we're good. That covers it. Okay. All right. I can't. I can't. I can't respond to JVT because we don't really know each other personally. It's more just in the industry. But yeah. I mean, he's spot on because that's all I do is just talk, talk, talk.
2: He. Uh, <laughs> he
3: I'll just tell you between you and and I, uh, he doesn't like you. Ari,
0: go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I have a very important... I made that up. I have a really important person. Uh, a uh, boss of sorts wants to chime in on this.
5: Oh, boy.
11: Hey, guys. It's Natalie. So, happy Festivus. I've got a couple things. The first one is Big 5 at 5. Now, this is one of my favorite segments. My problem is, it doesn't always play at 5. Sometimes it's 5, sometimes it's 5.10, sometimes it's 5.15. I'm on a tight schedule. I would like to know that I can actually listen to the Big Five at Five at five because I love it. And when I miss it, I'm super sad. Now, my next one's just for Steve. Steve's passion for the station and the company is one of my favorite things ever. Here's all I need. I would like more than just five minutes to relish or celebrate when I accomplish something. That Steve brings to me what I typically get however is I let him know something got done and he tells me the next items up on his list so big five of five right at five a little bit more time to actually relish in accomplishing something that Steve has asked me to do that's all I'm asking for there you have it happy festivus Tis the season be safe out there guys I'll be listening
3: uh, she is right. We are a nightmare on time, and she is 1,000% right. I don't know if you guys I – don't, I don't know if I deal with – that's our big boss. Uh, I don't know if I have the same dealings with you guys that I do with her, but, yeah. I, uh, I'm in a hurry all the time, so, yeah, there'll be something <laughs> she accomplishes that I've been asking for for years, and I'm like, all right, next up. Next <laughs> thing to fix. That's fixed. Let's move on. <laughs> that is a good point. No, no It's like Victory Monday.
6: Like you, get, you get a little bit of time. And then it's, okay, what's, what are we doing next? Yeah. Next game up.
3: Ari, I think I do that to you too, so sorry, buddy. Never. Yeah, never on a daily basis, hourly basis. Ari books a guest, and then within five minutes I'm like, all right, who's next? Let's go. Thumbs up. Great job. All right, next task. Come on. That's actually not true.
0: You're already asking about the next guest before I even have confirmed with the first guest for that's that a, day.
3: That's actually a good point. That's <laughs> actually a good point. All right, that was a good set of calls. We, uh, we appreciate it. We'll put that up on LV Sports Network. Candy, we appreciate you being on. I, I know you're uh, distance or at a distance from us, so you didn't get to chime in as much as uh, we would have liked. But you're on tomorrow, so you're on the, uh, the final show before Christmas. Looking forward to it. That one is at one of our favorite places. Come on out, Silver 7s. We're going to have a ton of prizes. Join the
1: conversation on Twitter at Cofield & Co.
0: Puck comes out in front. There's the 11th, and they score. Out in front. For a former Golden Knight, pierre Belmont. That's his fifth goal against the Golden Knights, more than any other opponent in the NHL.
3: Uh, didn't go the way the Knights wanted it to, and now we're in a pause. We'll see how long the pause is, and now the effects of the pause, which include bye-bye Olympics for NHL players. Brian Blessing, our hockey insider, our gambling insider – Sports Grid, Sirius XM, Channel 159. We would never rip this guy on Festivus. What's up, oh, Brian? No.
12: no, no, no. Come on. Feel free.
3: Adam, do you I want know. to rip on Brian? I, I qualify. His, his bill I mean. <laughs> no. You don't want to jump in? Wow.
6: No. He's um, very Happy Festivus, everybody. Time <laughs> to <laughs> be applicants. a fan of a team that may make the playoffs.
12: Hey, by the way, I was listening to that Belmar clip, and it just, like, dawned on me. Now you know why the Golden Knights went to the final in year one. Don't tell me guys don't get jacked to play their old team. <laughs> so what'd you make of the game? Great game. You know, listen, Tampa Bay's a good team. You know, they had took a cat nap for you know about thirty seconds, and bam, it was tied. Uh, Vasilevsky's a great goalie. I mean, the Golden Knights did a lot of good things. You know, just saying go, well, the goalie beat us. Well, what's the problem with that? I mean, he's their best player. <laughs> you know, find a way to beat him. But it was no; it's a great game, and be fun to watch those two teams. There's one way that could happen, and you know you're watching the way Stevenson's playing. It just makes you think down the road, man. You keep that first line together: Stevenson, Patch, Ready, Stone, and then you know where do you plop Eichel down, and who's going? But we, every day you keep thinking about what's it going to be when Eichel gets here.
5: The scary thing about Tampa Bay, Brian, is that they're doing all this. They go into the holiday break. Mm-hmm. Leading the NHL in points, and they're doing it without Cooch. Well, they Cooch did draws the last out. year too, Willie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just they just continue to dominate. You know, um, shorthanded. I mean, Stamkos is is I mean is provides leadership, but I mean they're you know when you look up and down that the forward lines and their defensive pairs, and as you mentioned, Vasilevsky, it's it's. It's somewhat scary to think of that they could pull off three straight, but as you said, it would be nice to see seven of those games that we saw last night come June.
12: Oh, there's no doubt about it, but the one thing is Willie you know, Kucherov and goes when you think of Tampa Bay, right, you think high-octane, you think offense, yep. and the bottom line is when they won the Cup last year, it was the Kalorns and the Gourds of the world. They won low-scoring defensive games. You know, I mean, so when you get to the postseason, you know, you can have all the all the goals you score in the regular season, all the fun stuff. When you get to the playoffs; it's defense, goaltending, and special teams. And look at the guys that contributed for them last night. Forche gets the first goal. Belmar gets yeah. a huge goal in that game. Sorelli. I mean, they get contributions from the third, fourth line. They do whatever it takes. But listen, when we talk about Vegas, the the one defining thing we've talked about Vegas for four years. They're resilient. We just saw they were resilient on the island. They came back, gave up the go-ahead goal twice, one disallowed, one counted, then they tied it, and then they win it in a shootout. We always talk about that. That's such a great hallmark and a calling card for the Golden Knights. They're resilient. <laughs> so is Tampa Bay.
5: Yeah. That's what good teams do. Well, resiliency only lasts so long with this Golden Knights team because they, as good as they've been and as favored as much as they've been favored to get there, they only made it to the Stanley Cup final once. They've been in the Conference Finals three of the four years, and they couldn't make that next push. The question is, is how healthy can they get? What impact does Eichel have? And can Leonard, you know, provide that, be be consistent all the way through?
12: Well, it'll always come back to the goaltender. There's no getting around that. But the, the bugaboo for this organization in recent years in the postseason is as a collective, the offense would dry up. That's where you're hoping a guy like Eichel, Helps put you over the top, and the power play, you know, doesn't uh, post big bagels for an entire series.
5: Okay, but you just said, here's the thing: you just said, in the in in the uh, postseason, defense, special teams, and goaltending. So if that offense dries up, they also need to come up with consistent goaltending, right? This is going to be the first year they haven't had to deal with in two seasons now. DeBoer hasn't had to deal with a quote-unquote goalie controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, Alec Martinez coming back, I think, is going to be just as huge as them getting Eichel and figuring out what lines to get in there. Because I think that he he adds something in terms of experience, the block shots, his aggressiveness. Um, that facial laceration obviously was a lot more serious than you know oh, was yeah. made out when we first were asking about it. So um, one of the things that they need to clean up on the offensive end, obviously, is power play. It's coming, gone now. During this recent win streak, they ranked tenth in the NHL in power play. Um, so that they have to stay consistent with that, and they have to definitely carry that into the postseason.
12: Well, there's no doubt about it. And then, and honestly, this is for the first time in a couple of years,
3: Leonard ain't looking over his shoulders though. Right, he's he's the guy. Right, Brian Blessing, Sports Grade Radio. Also on K-Shop, Sirius XM 159. All right, Brian, i got to get your take on a couple of uh, gambling spots here. First of all, we're starting to see positives with uh, Bama for COVID and Georgia. What do we do? What do we do here? This is going to be really interesting if there's some sort of an outbreak with either one of those teams.
12: Well, you know, we do encourage. I, I, maybe the more I've been doing this, you know, the value. So it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. Right. And I found myself this football season betting earlier and earlier in the week to get the best of the number. I mean, you're you're playing Russian roulette with five bullets betting early now. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, what do you do? you got to get close. Yeah, my, my,
3: my logic has been if I see a big favorite, and I, we'll see how it works out. If I see a big favorite with an outbreak, now the outbreak could happen on the other side too, but I'm going to try to get the max number uh, for the dog before it starts heading down. It uh, starts heading down.
12: Yeah, I mean... it's
3: unpredictable.
12: But the the whole thing, Steve, I mean, now this Texas A&M thing, I mean, why don't they just say, hey, look, I got an idea, we'll move that game, to uh, the Gator Bowl, to uh, January 5th, and then you got a game. And now Wake Forest in there going, okay, we're ready to play anybody, hoping some other bowl implodes, and then what's to say that the one team that can't play the team that's remaining doesn't say, well, you come to this bowl, not the Gator Bowl, then you get the bowl teams, the bowls fighting.
3: Right. That is a good point. I wonder if they're so limited in terms of TV slots they can't move it back, but I can't move it back. Ima- I can't imagine that's the case, you know? Like if you said, no, it, hey, I let's, mean, well, let's you're do it a week later, it, you know, ESPN find a spot.
12: You're playing LSU in Kansas State on January 4th. Move this back.
3: Uh, one hit in the NFL. Are you confident the Bills are going to get this done? Yeah. yeah I was, no, that's I really, it. You're like, yep, that's
12: it. No, I really am. I mean, let me just do a straw poll with you guys. I'm dead serious. I'm good for the Patriots. I mean, they're so far ahead of where anybody thought they'd
6: be. But who's the better team? Adam? Well, some of us picked the Patriots to win the the AFC East. Oh, you did? Yes, we did. I think the Bills are better. I'm with you, Brian. I'm with you. (laughs) No, I think the Bills win this week, though. But, yeah, I I thought I did pick the Patriots to to win the AFC East going into the season. Um, They're about what I thought they would be. Uh, I thought the Bills would have internal strife and conflict, and I think we've started to see a little bit of it. Um, But I do think that they they get it together this week. I I just think uh, the Patriots are coming off a a disappointing performance. Uh, I think they were exposed a little bit, and I think the the Bills got some things figured out.
12: Yeah, I mean, the first game, the win game, 14-10, the Bills gave up two big runs. And it was more with McDermott, not the lose, the, the whole nine years. The weather conditions. Now, it really becomes a football game now where Belichick's going to do everything he can to slow Allen down. They have done this in the past when they played, and everybody pokes holes at Singletary, and you know the, the running backs are no good for above. The running backs are fine. They don't commit to the run. I'll guarantee you, I was at Super Bowl Twenty Five. This is almost the same thing where they played nickel and em- Oh, Parcells outcoached Levy. No, they didn't. Bill Belichick outcoached Jim Kelly because Jim Kelly was calling the plays. Belichick's going to be calling nickel-and-dime defenses this entire game, trying to like they're doing to Kansas City, and the Bills have to take what they give them. they got to line up and run the ball. And there have been games where Singletary and Moss have run it down the Patriots' throats in the past when they commit to it. So the bottom line is the Bills win this game, they win the division because there should be an investigation. If they don't beat Atlanta or the Jets, they don't deserve to even be in the playoffs. But if they win this game, they win the division. If they lose, you're juggling grenades with the pins out because the teams they'll be fighting there then for the wild card are Tennessee, Indianapolis, and I'm missing one, Pittsburgh. And Buffalo lost to all of them. I mean, this is their season. This game is their season.
3: Brian, you're awesome. Uh, the audience doesn't realize we wind up bumping you and moving you like every Wednesday, and I, it's, it's much appreciated. Today we had Festivus, so thanks for doing the spot a little later in the day, and uh, have a good Christmas.
12: The festival show is an annual must listen. So just to be part of it's an honor.
3: Awesome. Thanks, Brian. You're great. See you, boys. Five o'clock Heck- hours on the way. It better be on the way and like right now.
1: Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas.